Hey mamas, I'm Alyssa, registered dietitian, picky eating specialist, and mama of two. You're listening to the Nutrition for Littles podcast, aimed at helping you raise healthy, independent eaters. Each week, we will tackle topics like picky eating, mealtime struggles, baby led weaning, and so much more. Let's jump right into today's topic. All right, you guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is going to be all about meal prepping, not meal planning, meal prepping specifically. I'm really excited to talk about this because if you're not following along on stories, then you may not know that over the weekend, I took on a huge task of meal prepping for the entire week. And It was interesting to say the very least, but first, before we get into that, I want to go ahead and read one of your written reviews that you guys leave me. I so appreciate this. It takes just a second. It's completely free. It means the world to me and helps other moms just like you find this podcast. So thank you so much. All right. So this one is from It's All About the Vocals. So helpful and encouraging. Five stars. The strategies I've learned from Alyssa on her podcast and Instagram have honestly changed my life. I went from meals being high pressure, performance-based ordeal to connecting and enjoying the company of my family while we eat. I cannot recommend this podcast enough. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Alyssa. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. This means the absolute words world to me. And I'm so grateful that you took the time to learn this information so that you can connect with your family, which I truly believe is what mealtimes are all about anyways. <laughs> All right, so let's dive back into this idea of meal prepping. This honestly was pretty new to me. I have heard of meal prepping, of course, mostly because I've watched like the ridiculous meal preppers on YouTube. Like that was kind of my level of knowledge was like these extreme meal preppers. So now on the back end of having meal prepped for an entire week, I think I did too much and I'm not the only one that thinks that. I got so many DMs being like, whoa, girl, slow down. You're doing way too much. The food's going to go bad. You're going to get sick of it. It's way too much work. You're going to be exhausted. All of the things, right? And you are not wrong. (laughs) I'm 100% tired. I was so tired. So let me back up and kind of explain maybe what I made, how long it took, and what the process kind of looked like. So I got all excited to meal prep. I ordered my groceries online the night before, which was really helpful. So I started with that and I took home all the groceries and put them all away, which in it of itself is like a freaking Olympic sport. (laughs) And can we also just say that what's really funny about this is the meal that inspired me to do this. I saw someone talking about on YouTube and it was a fried rice for lunch and I stink at lunches. I struggle with them. We mostly eat leftovers or random like charcuterie boards or use my revamp system. And it just wasn't inspiring me anymore. I wanted to try something new. So I found this recipe for, I think the recipe was actually for chicken fried rice. I ended up making shrimp fried rice, but in essence, that's what like booted it off for me because I was like, okay, if I just make a big batch of this, we could have it multiple times for lunch. And sometimes I could maybe add something to the side or put an egg on top or whatever. And I got kind of excited about it. That's what kicked this entire journey off of like, hey, instead of just making one meal ahead of time, why don't I do our entire week? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a lot. (laughs) So here's what I had on my list, if you will, of things to make. So I had snacks, I had breakfast, and I had 
lunches, and dinners. So for breakfast, I plan to make chia seed pudding, an oatmeal bake, a hash brown casserole. For snacks, I wanted to just put together a quick trail mix, banana bars, which I'll be sharing the recipe for soon. This was really like recipe testing for that. Chocolate zucchini muffins, which are in my revamp system if you have that. Uh, Smoothies, getting ready for some smoothies, mostly just putting them in bags so they're ready to go. Some homemade granola. And then for lunch, I wanted, of course, the shrimp fried rice, which kicked off this entire endeavor. Uh, Quinoa bowls and a sauce or dressing that go along with that, which really is kind of like a nourish bowl or a Buddha bowl. Um, It's like random roasted veggies on top of grains with usually some other sort of protein like eggs or chickpeas. Um, And then a chicken taco salad with shredded chicken and basically just cut up lettuce, rice and beans on top and um, that same dressing from the quinoa bowls. And then for dinner, I just really had beef fajitas and spaghetti with roasted vegetables that I had to do anything to prep, mostly just chopping the vegetables. I didn't cook everything ahead of time for that one. It was more so just like doing some of the prep work first, which incidentally was a lot of your guys' tips. Hey, don't make the entire meal, just like chop the veggies or just, you know, get certain parts of the meal ready. So when it's time to make dinner, you can just throw it all together, which I thought was excellent advice. And then just some miscellaneous um, items. I wanted to restart my sourdough starter because mine has died. I wanted to hard boil some eggs just to have on hand and um, work on getting my kombucha back into cycle again. So that was my plan. Okay. Now I did end up in about maybe an hour and a half in to the meal prepping. I decided, you know what, this is going to be far too much. I'm going to take some things off my plate and not even really off my plate, but put it aside for another day. So I decided to make the oatmeal bake and the chocolate zucchini muffins on Wednesday. Because by then, and really that's today, I figured that we would be done with the hash brown casserole, which is correct, we are out of that, and that we would be done with banana bars, which again, correct, we are out of that as well. So it's time for a new breakfast and a new snack to get us through the rest of the week. So that's really nice because I really just have two things to make uh, today when you're listening to this. So I'm excited about that. That felt really good. So I moved those off my plate. Honestly, in retrospect, I probably should have moved more over, but you live and you learn, right, people? And don't forget, even though I made all this food, it absolutely will not go to waste. I will put it in the freezer. We will eat it up. Trust me. Um, One of the biggest questions I got is how long is this food good for? So I specifically chose items that I knew would be good for at least four to five days. I don't enjoy, I don't think anyone does, making something and then feeling like pressured to have to eat it. So everything on this list is good for at least four days, if not five, and some of them up to seven. And then some of them are just for freezer meals or chopped veggies that you can use for a long time. So just keeping that in mind. All right. So the whole endeavor took me about four and a half hours. Four and a half hours of my Saturday gone. And honestly, I was feeling so defeated. I truly felt so defeated. Like I spent my entire Saturday, which by the way, we have had something planned or like, I don't know, mini trips or big trips or people over or like big events every single weekend, what feels like the entire summer. So this was actually one of our first weekends at home. And of course, instead of just like doing nothing and relaxing and rejuvenating, I was like, Hey, how can I make my Saturday difficult? (laughs) And then I took on this endeavor. So you know, if you wanted a little insight to who I am, 
that's a good one for you. But um, instead of resting, I did meal prepping and it took me about four and a half hours. So, but in the future, I'm not going to have that every single weekend, nor do I want to live my life that way where I have to carve out four and a half hours every single weekend day. That's like our family time, our travel time, our, you know, weekender time, anything like that. So I won't do that in the future. So I'm going to kind of give you some ideas of where I'm going to go with this at the end, but um, just kind of a heads up on that. So four and a half hours, I got almost everything done on my list. I'm trying to look back. The only thing I didn't do is my kombucha. And actually, I think that's it. I think that's the only thing I didn't get done other than the two things that I moved to another time. Oh, and the smoothie packets. I had planned to like be really kind of crazy about them. And as I was making like my individual smoothie bags, I was like, you know what? This is really not saving me that much time, maybe five minutes. And so to me, it really didn't make any sense. So like I said, I was feeling quite defeated and just feeling like it was a lot of my time and didn't know that it would be really worth the energy that I'd put into it. Now, fast forward, it's now Tuesday night that I'm recording this and wanted to give you guys some live updates. So it's been three days essentially of us fully enjoying the, like, what is it? The sowing of my labor, (laughs) whatever, reaping what I sowed. And I have to say, it's been really nice. And not only has it been really nice, but I also feel really good, like really good and still kind of inspired. And here's what I've noticed. Brooke and I over at, if you're not following along already at the Mama Well on Instagram, and also we have a podcast too, the Mama Well podcast, we talk a lot about how important it is as moms to nourish ourselves well throughout the days, throughout the day, so that we can show up well for our kids, we can model that behavior to them and really have enough energy to get through the day without feeling like we have to grab for iced coffee and take a nap midday just to make it to bedtime. It's so important for us to nourish ourselves. And this is one of the reasons why it kicked off for me to actually start meal prepping was because I was noticing that I wasn't taking my own advice. I wasn't eating a great breakfast. I wasn't snacking well, if at all. Sometimes I would skip lunch or my breakfast would be pushed late and then my lunch would get skipped and then dinner would be like average and then the kids would go to bed and then I would eat the entire pantry. (laughs) Hands up if that's ever happened to you. And I just found myself in this horrible rut. I wasn't inspired with cooking. I didn't honestly didn't feel hungry. I didn't have much of an appetite. I'm busy. I'm going to bed late. I'm getting up early. I'm working during nap times. It's just been kind of a wild summer for me, which is fine. And those seasons are absolutely invited into my life at some time. Of course, they have to end. But I just noticed that my own nutrition and really my own health has been being put last. And if I'm being completely honest, it had gotten to a point where I was taking really good care of myself, not a few months ago. And I craved that again, which was a really good feeling to know that I deserve to be taken care of. So all that to say, if you're not already following us at the Mama Well or then the Mama Well podcast, highly recommend checking us out over there. We talk all about how to take care of you. And we firmly believe that your health shouldn't come last. So this all kind of spurred up in me, like, I want to get back to the basics. I want to start nourishing myself again. I want to get inspired in the kitchen. I want to feel hungry. I want to feel excited to eat. And I thought meal prepping would give me that. And now, honestly, midweek, it kind of has. So here's what it's done for me. It's allowed me to work or be present with my kids up until literally the minute that I have to warm up lunch or dinner or breakfast or snacks. And that time is really, really valuable. It's bought back 
not only my time of like prepping things in the moment, but also the mental space that it was taking up. And I don't think we realize how much energy and wasted time is spent just asking ourselves, what am I going to make for lunch? Well, what do I have? Did we have that yesterday? What about that? I don't know. Last time they didn't need it. Should I make that again today? Should we try again? It was so much decision fatigue I didn't even realize I was dealing with. And meal prepping made me really realize (laughs) that I need more mental energy. (laughs) And really meal prepping or meal planning and execution takes more mental energy than I even knew. And I feel like I'm already pretty aware of it. So it made me realize that I had more time, you know, to put things together last minute. It also has given me the energy and the inspiration to cook or bake randomly throughout the week. Because right now my energy hasn't been going to breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks every single day, something new, something different. I actually find myself more inspired to randomly make a batch of cookies or randomly make this like delicious, like strawberries and cream dipping situation, which by the way, if you're part of Table Talk membership, the continuation program after Table Talk, the recipe is in your portal today. So definitely go check that out. But it just got me really inspired to create and try something new versus this feeling of like, oh my gosh, what am I going to make? And just kind of like stick to the staples all the time, if that makes sense. Because the decisions have already been made, it just opened up more time and flexibility. Plus, my kitchen has stayed more clean. Now, I won't lie, Saturday it was a wreck. But now that all I'm doing is kind of like heating up and serving on plates, it's not a ton of dishes to do every day. It's not these huge pots and pans and hand wash only stuff, which may sound really silly to you, but dishes to me and my husband like stress us out. (laughs) We want to get through them every night, but we just don't. A lot of times we prioritize spending time together rather than dishes, but then those dishes come back to haunt us in the morning. (laughs) I mean, I feel like probably a lot of people feel this way, but just an important factor to note. Now, that being said, I want to also address not only some questions that you guys sent in, but also some of kind of the negatives, if you will. So I already kind of explained like four and a half hours on my Saturday isn't necessarily sustainable, nor is that I want to spend my time. That being said, at the same time, I'm like, well, it really has been worth it so far as well. Keep you posted. Um, But that being said, the negatives. So of course, we're eating similar or the same foods every single day, which is why I had so many things on my list because I don't do well eating the same food day after day after day. So I intentionally made smaller portions of more or different items to keep myself interested. Now, I'm at the beginning of this journey, so I will keep you posted if I keep doing some like meal prep here and there, but right now I'm not as sick of the food as I thought I would be. So that really surprised me. I thought I was going to be more sick of things like the shrimp fried rice, and I'm not. I've had it almost every day. My kids have it almost every day, and I really am just kind of changing up the sides. Now, that being said, it's only been three days, so my kids have had it two out of the three days, um, and I've had it three out of the three days. And then tomorrow we'll be doing something new because the shrimp fried rice is all gone. So we'll be working on the quinoa bowls. I could have very well sprinkled in the quinoa bowls back and forth. I just didn't do that. So I'm not tired of it yet. That being said, um, the other kind of con I would say is simply the flavor, right? We know that leftovers aren't necessarily the most exciting or flavorful. So for example, microwaving shrimp fried rice to me, 
not super appealing. So I've been heating it up on the pan, which then does create a dish. So then I'm like, ooh, I don't know. Is this really better? You know, going back to having less dishes, but that's really if we just have it in the microwave or in like one big pot, which is fine. It's just a little different. So just keeping that in mind, the flavor profiles of things, you know, kind of degrade. Some things do get better over time, like pasta sauce, but some things like shrimp fried rice, just not the best. (laughs) So the flavor isn't like stellar. Is that going to keep me from keeping to do it? No, probably not. Because to me, food is about flavor, but also about function in my life and saving me time. Okay. I want to end this episode by answering a few of the questions that came in. Someone asked, could I pay someone to meal prep like a personal meal prep chef? Yes. 100%. I actually found one who lives in New York city who I found on YouTube. Um, so I know that it's out there. So if you're interested and you have the finances to do that, 100%, you can do that. Okay. Someone asked me for storage advice. How long do things last and the best containers? So um, I kind of already touched on the how long things last, but the containers that we're using are actually from um, Costco and they're just glass containers with plastic lids. They're super great. They can be thrown in the microwave. They can be thrown in the freezer. I believe they can actually go in the oven as well if we needed to do that, which again, cuts down on dishes. So that's awesome. Um, So that's what we're using in combination with stasher bags, which are in my Amazon shop. I'll try to link it below for you absolutely love stasher bags. Again, can go in the freezer, can actually be boiled and cooked food in them, but also in the fridge. And they just cut down on plastic with really no extra effort. Um, They can be run through the dishwasher, which is really nice as well. Someone asked, um, are you going to be doing this every week? Here's the thing. I think a lot of weeks I will try to do some form of meal prep. Lunches, like I said, are what I struggle with most. Well, also breakfasts. <laughs> I struggle with a lot of things, which is actually why I created the revamp system, truly because I needed it and I wanted something to keep myself like focused and excited and aligned with adding variety without like crazy adding pressure or stress to my life. Um, so that being said, I do really like the idea of meal prepping for things like breakfast and lunch, the things that don't inspire me, that don't come to me naturally, I would say, and that I tend to get stuck in ruts in. So I do see this being something I pull forward. That being said, I think what I will do is do less more often. So for example, maybe an hour on Sundays and an hour on Wednesdays. And that's the other kind of tip that I think I would do for myself because I don't want to spend a huge portion of my weekend doing this is to set a time limit and just say, hey, these are the things I would love to prep in order for most important or biggest impact to least. And then as much time as I will allot for it, maybe an hour, maybe 90 minutes, as much as I get done, I get done. And I know that if I continue to do this, I'll be more effective, meaning that I can, you know, put eggs on to boil and do quinoa at the same time and not feel like I'm going to run around with my head cut off, which is kind of how I felt this first time around. I felt like I could only focus on one thing at a time versus I know like expert meal preppers are like back and forth doing things in the exact right amount of time. And they know that they have 12 minutes for the eggs so that they, the quinoa has seven minutes. And you know, you know what I'm talking about? It's like math. I wasn't doing that. I was like one thing at a time. And I sure as heck did not start with the most important thing, which to me was the shrimp fried rice, the whole thing that kicked it off. Funny story, I actually cooked that last, which I just thought was kind of funny. So um, in the future, I think I will do less meal prepping in one go, but more often and possibly throughout the week. Now, of course, depending on the week, how busy it is, maybe I'll do a little more if I have a really busy week ahead or a little less if I'm just not feeling it. So I think that is important. 
All right. And finally, uh, the questions that came in over and over again was, will you share these recipes? So for example, my shrimp fried rice, my banana bars, my, um, gosh, what was the other one? (laughs) I forget. I got another one. Oh, the hash brown casserole, of course. So yes, I will be sharing them right now. I'm just a team of two right now. It's me and Lindsay and, uh, Lindsay works for me five hours a week. So our time is really limited right now. Um, so my blog isn't where I'd like it to be. I'm hoping that that changes one day, but for now where I'm sharing recipes is in and through my email list. So if you're interested in getting those recipes, you can click down below and get your name on my email list. And that's where I send out recipes. I uh, actually sent out the um, hash brown casserole recipe today. So if you're on my email list, you can go in there and check it out. Um, But if you're wanting like the shrimp fried rice, I plan on sharing there and also the banana bars, um, things like that, I'll be sharing through my email list for now. That being said, I do have a plan to get all my recipes on a blog one day. So if you want to hold out to then, you can absolutely do that or join my email list to get those. The chocolate zucchini stru- uh, muffins are actually my revamp system if you have that. And um, the other recipes, the oatmeal bake, I know I've shared before. Um, and the chia seed pudding is actually in my highlights bubble on Instagram under recipes. So you can check that out some of the other littler recipes like the trail mix I shared actually during my meal prepping and I saved it to my highlights. So you can find that there. I'm also right now thinking I'm going to add my recipe for fajitas. I do chicken and steak and I've even done shrimp before. It's the same recipe. I just change out the proteins. It is one of our staples that I use probably every other week at the very least. It is so good. So easy. You can actually even do it on a sheet pan. So I'll be sure to be sharing that one as well to my email. So anyways, all that to say, thank you for tuning in today. I hope this episode was helpful for you. I definitely uh, plan on keeping you kind of up to date of how I feel about meal prepping as I go forward in this little journey of mine. And I'll try to be sharing uh, some of that to stories for sure and saving it to the highlights there as well. All right. With that being said, I will catch you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you're walking away with some tangible ways to bring peace to your mealtimes. And if you like this episode, please subscribe and tell all your mom friends. And as always, the best compliment you can give me is leaving a rating and written review, which also helps other mamas like you find this podcast too. You can find more from me on Instagram at Nutrition for Littles. Do you have a question you'd like me to answer on the podcast? Email me at alyssa at nutritionforlittles.com. All right, until next time, mamas.